You're about to hear a pavement probing powerhouse drop all kinds of science to prove he's among the tallest of the asphalt giants. <laughs> it's him, it's him. It's David Tim. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. Oh. 1.21 You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Well, hello and happy February, loyal listeners to the best podcast at all of higher education. That'd be the award-winning Hashtag Getting. Brought to you by the Samuel Gann College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing, all of it at Auburn University. I'm a communications specialist for the aforementioned office. Jeremy Henderson is my name. No, communications and marketing. Can't forget the marketing these days. Very important field. Capital M. Capital M. (laughs) Jeremy Henderson is my name. Co-hosting the podcast is my game. Austin Phillips over here wearing the old two-tone Auburn Tiger t-shirt. Yeah, yeah get used to that. You're going to hear that. Yeah. You're going to hear that outfit for chomping, the next two months. Chomping on the big red. <laughs> no. And, uh, no? Got a little lozenge today. Oh, lozenge. Mm-hmm, What's going go. on? I ran out of gum. Oh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> John Sluice over here on Keys, uh, quickly making a name for himself in the industry. Joined today by a very special guest, not retired whatsoever <laughs> in any form or fashion, David Tim, associate chair, right? Associate and, chair. Associate chair, and my favorite, Brassfield and Gorey professor. That's a big one. In the uh, Department of Civil and Environmental Engineering. Mm-hmm. Just like you can't forget marketing, you can't forget... The big E. The big E. And, this, and this is the second Tim we've had. Oh, yeah. Two Tims. So we'll, we're going to, uh, hey, we'll find out whether saving, we save the best for last for the best for last. Yeah, Allison. Uh, Big shoes to fill. Yeah. It was about a year ago, right? That's right. A year or so ago. Now, she just recently graduated in aerospace. Yep. Mm-hmm. She did. Now, why did she not follow in your footsteps? What's the status of y'all's relationship? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's shooting for the stars. I, that's well, right. There you go. There you that, go. That's, that's good. You but, know, it, some days I feel like I'm following in her footsteps. Oh, look at that. Well, today you are. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we got to get the third Tim on. Apparently, we got one in mechanical. Yep. My gosh. How many Tims are there? How many in engineers, engineers did you sire? <laughs> we got engineers all over this campus. <laughs> Nerds be breeding. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You said it a long time ago, Jerry. <laughs> well, man. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks a ton for taking the time with us. Now, yeah. I've. Uh, you seem to be a popular fellow. I think there's a lot of people who. Um, I mean, do you have a lot of folks who kind of wink at you as like you're their favorite kind of a thing? course this is coming from the person who told me you were semi-retired so maybe you're hated (laughs) yeah Uh, i could be i could be totally off well there's hey there's some there's graduate mentor awards there's um excellence teaching awards hey hey, it's on it's it's on the wall now yeah you know by by far the best part of the job is working with students and i love that part of the job being in the classroom working with grad students working in the field research so it's that's the easiest and most fun part of the job so let's let's take that on first what all we teach so I teach uh, pavement design, structural pavement design. Uh, I teach a senior grad level course in that and an advanced pavement design class I'm teaching this semester. And research interests are? It's all related to asphalt pavements and long life pavements. And most of my research is done out of the NCAT test track. And uh, we've, uh, we also have uh, test sites all over the country that we've partnered with other DOTs, other universities building satellite test sections. So uh, 
NCAT, for listeners that are not familiar, National Center for Asphalt Technology that we have here at Auburn Is University. And then, yep, uh, I'll teach you all about okay, it a little good. bit. Or yeah, Kyle can tell you about yeah. how everybody's <laughs> retired out there. But, um, <laughs> But uh, we have that here at Auburn University, and then you mentioned the test track out yep. uh, a couple miles away from here. That's but right. just how advantageous is that facility for for this university, and then for uh, professors like yeah. yourselves that that's your research interest? Yeah, it's huge. You know, it's it's uh, it's a one point seven mile oval track. Trucks run sixteen hours a day uh, for sev- for two years, and uh, as a team, our drivers put about uh, a million laps onto that track in two years time it's a aggressive accelerated and, traffic and, and we just had a um article ten, in our magazine it's yeah. 10 million over 10 million miles that's this right. past year total that we've yeah, I call it right. a 10 million milestone but yeah, it's it, miles yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's pretty good i've always thought about bringing a a, a driver like out there because it seems like an easy gig I mean, in a sense. Can you smoke a cigar while you're driving yeah, one of those trucks? Because yeah. <laughs> if not, what's you're the, out, Jerry. What's the status? So, you know, it, in some ways it's a, an easy job that you, you're, not, you're not loading, unloading trucks. You're not driving thousands of miles from home, but it's an incredibly fatiguing environment because you're going in circles. Sure. Eight-hour shift, round and round. Nothing really changes. Uh you don't have you don't have Dale Earnhardt giving you a bump from behind every now and then. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. so mean, it's it's a t- it's really a tough job, and and keep and, and the drivers that we have have an excellent safety record, but it's a really tough job. You imagine driving eight hours. Is that what it like? Eight hours a day, eight hour shift. Yep. Just get in there for eight hours. Yep, they get in, turn and, left, turn left. Bunch of left, left turns, refuel. You, you know, you never switch it up and go nope. right. So we're we're in interstate simulations. Traffic oh. always goes in the same direction, oh, and gotcha. so they just go round and round, forty five miles an hour, twenty six laps an hour. Do and left turns? You know, you hear things about like fifty one percent, like there are more right turns or left turns, or I don't know. I mean, does that actually somehow affect? I mean, is there any research that like left turns? Are more impactful. That's because I'd question. get on there. We have, yeah, we, yeah, we haven't researched it. We, <laughs> well, I would think that left turns would probably be more dangerous because most time you're crossing traffic. Sure, that makes. That, sense. I would think, but that makes you know, sense. at the same time, I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. So that's, <laughs> that's the extent. So you talked about DOTs, like uh, approximately how many DOTs, private partners? You know, we working with out there. Uh, Close to twenty, I yeah, think. That's yeah, that's awesome. And, and that's we've got awesome. a partnership now with the with the Minroad facility up in Minnesota, which is where I'm from. And so we we're really a nationwide research effort now, where we're doing cold weather research, warm weather research. We can cover every climate zone you can imagine with what we've got between us here and and in Minroad. Awesome. So awesome. They, they have a track up there. They do. Yep. It's it, it's a little bit different. It's an open access. It's on I ninety four west of the Twin oh, Cities. Okay. And uh, when I was a grad student, I worked up there and did some cold weather cracking mm-hmm. type studies. Mm-hmm. And did you help facilitate this partnership? Being a native. Uh, just in that we had some existing contacts. Yeah. So there was a, there was a little bit of a connection there, and uh, we've since sent some. You know, we have one of my former students now works at that office and. So we're, we're starting to have a little more exchange. but Love those pipelines. That's right. Auburn. So how'd you get from Minnesota to Auburn? Yeah. So when I was finishing up school, uh, the, uh, the NCAT facility, the, new, the off-campus lab had just been built. The test track, I think, was a year old at the time. And as I was coming out of school, there was a job posting for Auburn, and I had to learn where Auburn was. I didn't know coming from up north as a Yankee. Sure, sure. And uh, – Came down, I think it was in February for an interview, and I left, you know, sub-zero freezing blizzard type conditions and 
arrived on campus and the azaleas were blooming. And it was, <laughs> everybody's walking around in t-shirts. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't Kinda like today. Not only do I want to interview, I don't ever want to leave. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, so, and as a pavement researcher, this, this is, this was, and continues to be the place to be. The, the stuff we get to do is just amazing. The, the facilities we have, the resources we have available, the people we get to recruit and, and work with as you know, as our students, it's it's just fantastic. When you finish school, University of Minnesota. University of Minnesota, yeah. yeah. I'm a golden gopher too. Is that right? Sky Huey, Mall. Huey, Huey, Huey Town. Town. The oh. little <laughs> little different. <laughs> but that is that is the reason uh, there's a connection of Is it really? Mm-hmm, there is. That's the reason. Well, what is mm-hmm. the connection? We copied them. <laughs> We got okay. I mean, that was it. That's the connection. That, that was it. All right. That so was you, it. you have a hockey team? <laughs> no, yeah, okay. no. I think we just got a soccer team just a couple <laughs> years ago. That'll do. That's close enough. Town soccer. Hey, now Pelham has big. Uh, you know, it's big. They got a hockey. A, oh, Pelham hockey rink. The Pelham oh. Civic Complex. Pelham's oh. big hockey. Oh, Bulls play there now. The Bulls are still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they brought them back. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. A little uh, Birmingham lesson. There you go. Uh, this is a question I've recently been in attendance at a little the uh, transportation the, the the conference the the you know Alabama Transportation mm-hmm. Conference that we've been hosting for like sixty six years. There yeah. you go. There you go. Um, About how many state, private, public? Oh, oh, it was fifteen hundred. It was astronomical. Yeah. Like fifty eight states were represented. I mean, it was off the charts. <laughs> I mean, it was it was pretty wild. Districts, Columbia is also there. Sorts you of things. go. Um, and I was sitting next to the guy named Ben Bowers. Oh yeah, asphalt king. Oh, oh. old Tar Heel yeah, Bowers. Tar Heel himself. <laughs> yeah, he loves he loves him some UNC. That's for sure. Um, and it, it hit me, and I was getting kind of a crash course because I like to do my continuing education and everything in the role that I'm in. Uh, NCAT National Center for Asphalt Technology mm-hmm. or something. Did I get it? It was something. You got it right. And uh, and pavement. What defines pavement? Ben just stared at me. Now I couldn't tell if that was out of just disgust. You know what I mean? But like what what exactly do you know, I mean we got asphalt, we got concrete, yeah. we got I mean like when you say pavement, are there actual specifications, you know, like Yeah. That's that's an excellent question. See Ben? Boom. <laughs> yeah, take that powers. Yeah, Look at me. Question. I should have stolen your pecan pie. So so did he give an answer? No, he just looked at me and started schmoozing with his pals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like I just didn't know like when you say pavement, I mean, is it just defined as something hard beneath your wheels? Yeah. Or beneath your feet. Or beneath your feet. Yeah, just any, you know, any, any engineered hard surface. Any engineered hard surface. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know yeah. if it was like a specific, you know, something. And you, and you to, can go back to the Romans where the, the, really the first, what we think of as modern roads that have modern road elements, even though they built a lot in stone. But they had uh, they had concrete and uh, they, you know, they have a, a road network. You can still walk and drive parts of it today, thousands he, of years later. Well, he said that uh, Moses' mom had used uh, asphalt to to keep him afloat in the in the bed. Oh, yeah. you know, so the Egyptians, you know, asphalt. the Egyptians used asphalt as an embalming fluid. Ugh. And uh, some of the first uh, rocket fuels. Thinking about my daughter and her, you know, love of space and everything. That the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, when they got started in whatever the '40s, some of their early fuels that they were experimenting with was an asphalt-based fuel. How about that? That they had. They had kind of a recipe for us, but you know, specific type of asphalt, to, and they uh, they called it Jack's Cake. I guess the guy that invented it was named Jack, and ben, they use it for rocket fuel. Ben was telling me also uh, about a, a 
a text or an email, I guess you'd send them. But it had nothing to do with asphalt. It had everything to do, speaking of stars and everything. Apparently, you're like Auburn's resident, like a astrophotographer or... or What's going on with this? Like you have this uh, hidden hobby, but yeah, apparently it's it, not so hidden. Yeah, <clears throat> so it is a it is a passion of mine. Take you know, looking at the stars, planets, that kind of thing. And during COVID, gave me a lot of opportunity to just go out in my front yard and set up a telescope, and I started looking at virtually anything I could see without you know without leaving home. And during during that time, it's kind of nice once in a while to just drift off planet for a little while and forget about all the yeah. all the stresses bearing down on all of us at that time so yeah and and so i do a lot of photography with it and you got a website a and everything well did you get a photo of the chinese spy balloon i did not get Dang, a picture of that come on, man. Man. i was hoping we were gonna see uh joe dirt up there waving from it or something <laughs> i figured if i pointed something at it something might, it might come point at me it. yeah Why, so where is this red dot laser yeah. coming from <laughs> uh we know you're an expert, pavement, asphalt, all things, those words. But how'd you get into it? Like growing up, like how'd you get into engineering? Yeah. So, you know, as a you're kid, my smart. Par- well, my parents always, <laughs> you know, always kind of fostered, you know, us working, like us kids working on stuff around the house. My dad had a little, you know, a, a, a workshop in the basement. We'd mess around down there and building train sets, that kind of stuff. And uh, so I always was interested in that kind of thing. And then got into college and got into, you know, got into civil engineering. That kind of appealed to me bridges. Most civil engineers kind of think they want to be structural engineers. And that's what I thought. And I got into civil and then I, I figured out I really didn't like that quite as much. And I, I happened to apply for a job uh, working in an asphalt lab at, at the University of Minnesota. Okay. So you're super smart growing up. Let's see. More of a hard worker. Well, we're in an, I was wearing an Auburn shirt up at the conference and everything. And granted, I wasn't presenting anything, had no idea what they were talking about. But still, by wearing that Auburn thing, I kind of walked around with my head held a little high. And with, I mean, national, we're not talking regional, we're not talking Alabama State, but, you know, National Center for Asphalt Technology. We got we got DOTs across the country seeking us out. Um, and then also with uh, Autry, with the mm-hmm. Auburn University uh, Transportation Research Institute, um, I mean, is it is is Auburn is, to have that name behind you now? I mean, if you were to speak somewhere, I mean, would you have this automatic kind of cachet and all this stuff? Yeah, Auburn definitely has a transportation brand. I would say that we're known for in, in civil and environmental. We're known for heavy highway infrastructure, roads, bridges for going back a long time, way before I got here. And and I would say that reputation has grown over time. And and. Uh, Auburn and NCAT, those are, are synonymous with, with asphalt pavement, specifically what I'm into, but transportation in general, for sure. Is, is there one area of the research over the years uh, that you just take a lot of pride in that have, you know, has led to improvements? Of, yeah. you know? So that's a good question. I've worked a lot in long There's life. two good questions. <laughs> what is pavement and what, are, what have yeah. you done with your life? Right. We don't just play dumb on a podcast. We really are. <laughs> <laughs> so I've worked a lot in long life pavements, developing design concepts related to, to pavements that have an indefinite life. So rather than design for a, a 10 year, 20 year life, and you got to replace the whole thing. How can we design and build a, an asphalt pavement to be there for 100 plus years with minimal, you know, with minimal maintenance, rehabilitation, brings the, the cost of ownership way down, de- delivers more reliable transportation to our customers, taxpayers. 
And uh, so we've developed a lot of that here at the test track. It's been exported across the country. It's been, uh, you know, taken as far away as Australia and China, these Dang. concepts. Look at that. Awesome. Well, we mentioned at the start of this podcast that you're the Brassfield and Gorey professor. Um, talk about what it means to you for uh, first to have that professorship, that yeah. administration, donors believe in you, but for it to be the Brassfield and Gorey, I mean, that's yeah. a really that's big a company big that does a lot of wonderful things, not only here in the state of Alabama, but just all across the South. Yeah. So, you know, first I just need to, to give a lot of thanks to uh, Brassfield and Gorey, Miller Gorey in particular, mm-hmm. for being such a, a strong supporter of, of our program and anybody that knows him and, and their company, their, their love and support of Auburn you know, flows deep and wide across Absolutely. our campus. You, you see, you see their fingerprints everywhere, and ha- they've had a such a positive impact on on everything that we do, and and more generally, the professorships, uh, whether it's in my department, or other departments, they do a lot to recruit and retain top faculty, and it's a very competitive thing. And and those of us that are fortunate to 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 get singled out and get a professorship, it's it's a big deal. It has a mark of prestige that when we go to conferences and things, and you get introduced. Is your name closely followed by their name, and they're you know they're putting a lot of trust in us that we're going to carry their name. Well, you carry it well. <laughs> well <laughs> I promise that. Yeah. So you know, just that 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 we're going to uphold the high standards that they hold themselves to, and so it, you know, there's a lot of responsibility that comes along with it. Talked about how popular you are with the students and everything. We got awards and everything. A lot of people, you know, professors base their sense of self worth on the publications and the journals, but you get you get those students in the trophy case, the ones that are going on to are there are there certain ones that you have worked with uh, that just really kind of stand I mean, I'm sure they're all you you love them all equally and everything. Yep. Uh, but like, I mean, with your kids, I mean, obviously you have a favorite. And so, I mean, <laughs> I'm just joking. As a dad, I hate that now. I hate when people do that yeah. to me now. But, uh, but you know, I mean, was there, is there, you know, are there some that just have really gone on to, you know, great oh, things yeah. in the in the, in the the field? Yeah, you know, it it, it, it is like, you know, the, within the Auburn family, these are like our kids and, and you do your best with each one and they all go on to, to do their own thing. And, and some of them, you know, do just such amazing things. One student that I worked with years ago, uh, you know, she was the project manager on the the Falcon Stadium, the new uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium. And project manager. Nothing to do, you know, nothing to do with asphalt really at all, and all about site development and that kind of stuff. But you know, we're we're we're, we're very proud of all of our graduates, and and uh, many of them have gone, most of them have gone on to really accomplish great things in their careers for sure. Well, so what's Allison up to? So Allison is in her second semester at University of Illinois. Hey, I think she talked oh, about right. that. She, that was on orange the, and blue. It was. Yeah, yeah. So right. she yeah, didn't have to change colors. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly and I, I actually was in um, uh, the recruiting office, Jessica Taylor's office. I want to say last semester, toward the end of the semester, she may have been coming home for holidays, yeah. and she actually stopped by, and I heard them oh, yeah. just overheard them talking. So yeah. it's great to see her and hear yeah. how well she's doing. Yeah. So she's doing good and uh, working. You know working in a, a research lab uh ionizing gas to create thrust for next generation spacecraft so mate and I, I you know when she talks to me about it i pretend to know what she's talking about i just smile <laughs> and nod you're and, like are y'all using asphalt to make yeah, that gas yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not exciting as you know you got some of jack's cake over there yeah hey those yeah. runways gotta be built with something yeah, yeah. that's right yeah. Yeah. i guess they don't they, now, they just, now they just take Launch off now <laughs> 
runways. Well, uh, what about, I mean, any current research projects happening? I mean, yeah. Any, what's happening? So we've got a big experiment going on at the test track where we're looking, we're calling it the additive group experiment. So there's lots of different things you can put in asphalt to try to enhance the properties, make it la- hopefully last longer, cost less, you know, all that stuff, make it cheaper. And uh, the problem is that for an agency to gain confidence in that, you need a lot of data in order, you know, they don't want to put on interstate if there's a risk of early failure, that kind of thing. And so we've got an experiment going on. We're looking at different types of additives and we're putting it at the track because we get a lot of traffic in short amount of time, get very quick answers. And, uh, you know, the outcome of this experiment may be that they're able to adopt some of these technologies using like waste plastic, for example as an additive in Waste asphalt plastic. how about that awesome. that'd be something sustainability just picking up the That's bottles right. on the on the highway there and putting it go. back in there there we go the, the test track we i know we're uh we're, we're running you know close here but one you know 10 million miles and everything i mean 10 million you know give or take a billion or whatever well we're working on 11 million Live, right working now, on 11 yeah. million but i mean do you think there's maybe some unregistered mileage on that thing i mean do any of the professors and folks out there you ever get the hot rods out you know and <laughs> have a little you know come come midnight or 2 a.m I, I can neither confirm <laughs> nor deny i've always uh, wondered about that it might be kind of fun to get out there and, i wondered why when i drove by one night i heard woo, 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 woo. <laughs> are they changing tires is this nascar <laughs> yeah i mean it seems like it'd be a fun so on, so on mondays it does sound like a pit crew working there ta- you know the, the the trafficking is all left turns they rotate all of the the tires on the fleet every monday and oh. it, it's, it, it sounds and looks like a pit crew out oh, there you that's hear that what going? I heard. Yeah. well if there's two things jeremy wants to do before he retires from auburn is take a couple laps around the test track and climb the stone wall in the structures there you go. ASEL, i'm getting to the top <laughs> put that flag because i went in that double dare yeah. <laughs> anyway david can't thank you enough yeah. for taking the time to join us because obviously you're doing you know incredible things so we're probably hurting the taxpayer by keeping you extra few minutes uh so uh anyway but thanks so much and congrats on all the success on how well you you represent the school, the college, the department, the roads, and all. Roads. Seriously. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.